Yo, 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 welcome to the podcast, Let's Talk More Do. I'm your host, Lamar Griffin. Today's episode is definitely going to be a treat, so make sure you guys get ready, buckle up, let's get it. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. Hello? Hello. Hello, hello, how are you? How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. I am doing very, very good. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule to to be with us today. <laughs> of course, thank you for having me. Man, I I am so glad that we were able to connect and and I'm able to have you on the podcast. Tell the people who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Sure. Uh, my name is Nika Sucky. I'm from San Diego, California. I'm a, a full time mechanical engineer. Um, I just got my CPT certification. Um, I have trained and done four bodybuilding shows, uh, which I've nationally qualified in all four. I just most recently competed in my strongman, which is where I got injured. Um, but just love health, fitness, wellness, and I'm most known for my Instagram nutrition reviews. Uh, weekly, I do a Neeks approved review where I educate people on how to read a nutrition label and what ingredients to look for. And things like that. So that's at Neeks93 for anyone that's interested. You are crazy. I was just about to say on the podcast, I always <laughs> have my guests give their Instagram at the end. But I was going to say, let's mm-hmm. start with your Instagram. And then you just threw it out there. Yes. You're, you're on point. Oh, I can only imagine you probably have. I mean, you've been on TV. We'll get into that. But for the listeners that don't yeah. know, I will link her show. I will link her Instagram in the show notes that you so that you can connect with her. And at the end of the show, I have a special uh, surprise for all the guests, and she has some really good courses on her uh, on her website that I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be buying a couple for some for some listeners. So we'll get into that later. Let's talk about first your uh, mechanical engineering. Like, how did you get in that? How that come about? What's it like? What does it take? Sure. Um, so I actually in high school had the privilege of taking um, an engineering course, which kind of helped me dabble into the different types of engineering, and it helped me narrow it down into deciding I wanted to be a mechanical engineer. So in college at San Diego State, um, not only did I play uh, Division One water polo, I got my degree and graduated with honors, which was super cool, and it really just came down to um, deciding that, college wasn't going to be a time of partying. It was going to be a time of buckling down, studying, and hopefully living the rest of my life comfortably uh, because of that. So that's how engineering came about. And right now uh, for work, that's, that's the money wa- the money maker since fitness and nutrition is in. And I pride myself on that. I work on uh, gas turbine engines. Wow. That is, that is phenomenal. Yeah. So I got two things for you. So one, Let's sure. talk about being a D1 athlete in water polo and what, what that was like. And then, two, let's talk about how what, – what was your – like you, what you just said was so, like, above your time. I'm old. I'm an old guy. So when I'm on the podcast talking to you young people, like, how did you know, like, when you just said buckle down and focus, like, how did you have that type of focus, you know, at that young age? So um, my mom said a phrase to me that really stuck. She said, party now and, you know, struggle the rest of your life or buckle down, study now, and live comfortably the rest of your life. So, you know what I mean? Like, where do you want to have your fun and comfortably? Like, the rest of your life, 
living with a comfortable salary moving forward, things like that, or parting, screwing around, you know, not maybe getting the grades you wanted, which would maybe end in not getting the job you wanted, and then really struggling, you know, the rest of your life. And that just stuck, and it really just came down to deciding what you want most, not what you want in that moment. So anytime I'm ever struggling to do something, I always try to ask myself, well, what do you want most? This temporary satisfaction of whatever you're about to, you know, do, whether that's with food, whether that's with, you know, something temporary that you want to go out or things like that, or that end goal of accomplishing, you know, going to a college, getting good grades and getting that good job. For me, that's what it was at college. It was, I want to make sure I educate myself to the fullest and set myself up for the best job I can out of college. Wow. I mean, it's definitely, you definitely did that. So your, your mother deserves a huge pat on the back and huge <laughs> shout out because definitely. She, she had you focused. She definitely does. So let's hop, let's hop to the D1. So I played, uh, I, I, you don't know my background. I played uh, junior college football and then I played division three football. I always had the talent to play division one, didn't have the grades. I was a knucklehead, but then could have went division one, but just, you know, things didn't work out. So I went Juco and played division three. Speak on going Division One and what that was like and, you know, the competition and, you know, being a student athlete. I always, I always tell people student athlete, student student is in front of athlete. Like, how was how was that for you? Um, it was super rewarding is what I would say, but it was definitely just a full-time job um, on the side of getting your degree. So, I mean, you're watching film, you're traveling to play, um, and not saying you don't do that with Division Two and Three. so – the division doesn't necessarily – I wouldn't want to take away from a Division two or three school in terms of the hours you put into it. So I'd say that's the same. It's just the level of competition um, that really would differ between all those. A student-athlete is a student-athlete, and we all grind in the classroom and put hours and hours towards – I think on paper they say it's 20 hours or whatever the limit is that they say that they've tracked how many hours were allotted to play – Everyone knows if you've played a sport, as I'm sure you know, it's like, oh, yeah, there's like that. so many optional <laughs> things that like, yeah, exactly. It's like optional, but like, you know, like you're about to get like four stink eyes from like a captain or something if you don't show up, something like that. So right. it's a full, full-time commitment. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a full-time job while trying to get your degree is the only thing I could compare it to. Division one athlete, man, that is, that's it's just it's all it's almost mind blowing. Like people don't understand how hard it is to actually go D one and then to go D one right. and actually like play in your sport. Like you know, because you can go D one and be the best, and then you you might not start over. You know, the senior that's there, and then you're D one, but you're not playing compared to someone else that went you know D two or D three, and they're actually playing and they're enjoying right. it. It's, it's just so competitive. Absolutely. So talk to me about talk to talk to the listeners about nutrition. Tell tell the people what you got going on and how you got into that. I love your Instagram. Like if you are like for listeners, you guys gotta go <laughs> check out her Instagram. It is almost like you're an encyclopedia of knowledge, and that's like no, that's no like downplay. I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's I appreciate that. I'll give you a little bit more of a backstory on how it kind of all started. Because if you don't know the backstory, um, it doesn't always make sense. When people go to my Instagram, my feed is just me training and my story, but where you get the uh, educational stuff is in my story. So, um, but again, back to that backstory. So in college, one of my last years of water polo, 
Um, I noticed I had a heart palpitation during one of my practices, and um, I ended up actually being hospitalized that day. And I found out after months of wearing an implanted heart rate monitor that I have SVT. So during that whole um, time, I was not able to work out when I had that heart um, monitor, that loop recorder, recording my heartbeat. So that was the first time I finally was in a hospital bed, and I had a doctor tell me I couldn't do what I love, which is working out, moving. And, um, I, I, at that point really took it to think of, okay, well, what, what do I have control over? And that was like what I was putting in my mouth. Like, you know what I mean? I was like my health, my nutrition, like what, 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 how am I able to prevent something like this possibly ever happening again? And I was like, I need to value, you know, every ingredient, every, so that's kind of how I got into creating this whole, is this meat approved? So, um, that's what I do, and I wanted to I explain that briefly, but I, I basically put up a food item. I say, is this meat approved, yes or no? And the second slide is usually always the uh, macro breakdown, and those numbers are arbitrary to people until you put them in perspective. So you may have no idea what, you know, 50 grams of carbs looks like. But if I told you that's the same as a bagel, now you have an idea. So if I put a sweet treat up there, say, is it meat approved, and I say, that's the equivalent of, let's say, five slices of bread and two teaspoons of um, oil and, like, one egg white. If, if I just put those arbitrary numbers in perspective, you no longer have to tell someone what to do. It's very, like, logical. It's like if you want to enjoy that, sure, but now it's at least in perspective, where the issue with most of the food industry is you have no idea what those numbers on the side panel mean, and you just actually don't know that you inhaled the equivalent of, you know, like I said, five slices of bread and three tablespoons of butter. You're like, what? That that that's so like, it's that I know that the food industry is trying to make money and is trying to almost like pull a fast one on people, and oh, I just that doesn't sit well with me. So totally. I'm like, let me let me fix that. No, you're so right. I me and my me and my wife just recently started eating better. We we started. Uh, I'm on the paleo diet myself. Right. Totally. Let's jump right into the Titan Games. Tell us about the Titan sure. Games, The Rock, Dwayne Wade Johnson. Like what like yeah. what just tell tell us about that and how that came about and man, I, I watched a lot of your episodes. You you do not mess around in competition. <laughs> it was an awesome opportunity, uh, to say the least. And what I loved about it was he gave me the opportunity to show America, the world that you can be an ordinary person that works at a you know desk job for 40 hours a week, and you can still make time for health, wellness, fitness, and accomplish some pretty cool things. You know what I mean? Um, that's that was like my biggest thing coming out of this. I was like, I hope I inspired some other people that may be in a similar situation that they too could, you know, focus on their health and make time for it. Like usually, like people either focus crazy amounts on work or crazy amounts on working out. And I'm just there to show you that you can definitely find that sweet spot, that balance. And um, said, if anyone has any questions on how I do it, what I manage my time with, things like that, like I'd love, like I said, shoot me a DM, tell me you're from this podcast, and I'll make sure I prioritize getting back to each and every one of you guys. But the show was incredible. Competing was incredible. The athletes, like, it was just so sweet to be a part of his first season and meeting him 
man. Um, let's just say he is one good looking man. You know, listen, <laughs> got my I, photo I don't, with him. I agree with you. You know, I'm a guy, but The Rock is a great looking guy. Man. He's a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so the Titan Games is a show that The Rock decided to create to give ordinary people an opportunity to do extraordinary things. It's kind of a cross between. Um, Ninja Warrior and American Gladiator in terms of the activities and games that um, are played and I uh, was one of his 64 that were selected to compete. Alright, so I'm, I'm always stalking your Instagram. I try to do my research on, on the people I bring on the podcast to do my due diligence. Tell me about when you threw out the first pitch. Ah, yes. So that's, that is the wave that has come from the episode airing. So many awesome opportunities have come up, so uh, I actually had the Padres reach out to me and ask if I'd be willing to throw out that ceremonial first pitch. And I was like, absolutely. I played water polo. I hope I don't make a fool of myself out there. Got out there. And it was funny. I had this game plan of walking out there, and, you know, pitching this as hard as I could. And when I got out there and I saw the people in the stands, I was like, you know, maybe I'll just get the ball there. I'll get the ball, get it there so I don't spike it or, you know, <laughs> get the cameraman like 50 cent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But, um, yeah, it was an awesome opportunity again just to be in front of, you know, a huge crowd. And, I mean, that's not performing, to be honest. That's what Titan Games was that. But um, it was really fun to be appreciated by, by the Padres and uh, be given that special opportunity. No, you deserved it. I mean, that, that, I mean, that, that was fantastic. When I, saw, when I saw that on your page, I was like, that, I mean, most people don't ever get to experience something like that. And if you are asked to do yeah. something like that, that means you are doing something very right. And you know, you're an inspiration. definitely blessed with that. No, thank you for hyping me up so much. <laughs> oh, no, that's that man. I'm trying to throw, I'm trying to, this podcast is going to blow up and then someone's going to ask me to throw a pitch and then I'm going to call you and ask for some <laughs> advice. All right. So I want to read one of the quotes from, from uh, one of your posts and I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting for the listeners. Listen, I'm just putting her on the spot. She is killing it. Just answering all this stuff, but I, there's just so much good knowledge on your Instagram. There's like certain people on Instagram where their Instagram is maybe not really true to what, who they are. Cause I, I think Instagram is a highlight reel for a lot of people. And I, you know, I try to stay right. honest with my Instagram. And this generation is just so much <laughs> fake. It's so much of a highlight it's reel. It's nuts. And- yeah, and it's not healthy. It's it's not healthy, but I I really like. Well, it. here's what when people it's funny people reach out and they're like, well, how do you grow your Instagram? How do you get such good engagement? I don't have a huge following to be honest, but I have pretty good engagement. You know what I keep telling people? You have to find a way to add value to someone's life. Why should a stranger follow you? So my idea is, okay, how am I adding value every single day? I'm doing the food review, and maybe I'm inspiring you to be a little one percent better, which is my whole thing right now and with being injured down an arm, like I said, broke my humerus, my competition. Um, I didn't want to have to lead by example and show how to be 1% better like this. But I, I went from working out six days a week, training, you know, one and a half, two hours, sometimes on a leg day to, you know what, I'm celebrating that I can pedal on a bike for 30 minutes right now. So let me show you how to get past, you know, these, this 12 week, speed bump with a smile on my face and hopefully inspire someone else to get up and go to the gym if I can do it with my broken arm. You know what I mean? Definitely. So definitely I, what you mean. That's, that's my outlook. I know I cut you off, so no, I'll not at going no, with the on-the-spot caption. No, you, you <laughs> killed it. Not at all. You, you're just you're just giving out so much good knowledge to the, to the listeners right now. This is, this is awesome. 
I'm just enjoying it. I'm just sitting back and taking all this <laughs> all this in from you because I know you actually do mentoring classes. So it's like I'm kind of getting like a free session out of you right now. So I'm just I'm just yeah. <laughs> I'm just taking it in and, and letting the listeners I'll, take I'll it. I'll add in. one more thing then. Here's another thing. People Talk always um, are so shocked when I respond back to every comment, every DM. And I'm like, absolutely. If someone's taking the time to cheer you on or, you know, has a genuine question, you better be getting back to everyone. Unless you have 10, you know, you know, 100,000 followers and you're having, you know, thousands of comments on each post that you just humanly can't get back to, like, you better be getting back to everyone. Like, who do you think you are that you can't get back to, you know, the <laughs> seven comments that commented on your post? Like, I'm sorry. Like, so that's one thing I really pride myself on. Like I said, every single DM, every single comment, I should make a note, though, only the appropriate ones. Um, I, I was just going to ask you not, that. How do you, how do you deal with yeah. the, the haters? How do you deal with the criticism? Because I like, you know. Um, I'm lucky I don't have too many haters on my posts. Um, but some people get confident and they send some inappropriate messages back and forth in the DMs. And I just don't have that. I'm like, absolutely not. Like you don't need to be here. Like, or if you have something bad to say and you're going to comment it, um, like, wow, I feel so bad for you that you took time out of your day to, you know, sit and type out some negative comment about me. Like how do you not have something better to do? So I don't ever take it as like a thing of offense. Like I'll, I'll block it or delete it, but I'm like, back of my head i'm like man i feel bad for that person <laughs> oh no for sure yeah for sure i love it i, yeah. I don't want to keep you too long but let's get to this caption so you wrote you can be sexy and feel good in your skin no matter what size you are please please preach on that i i just had a daughter so i have my i have a three-month-old daughter and i'm always and i'm yeah. just i'm just thinking about like the standards that some women are put under or, or feel like they have to try to live up to like looking at the Kardashians or when you look at Instagram girls that do their makeup for hours, which nothing's wrong if, you know, if, if a girl wants to get pretty and do her makeup, but it just seems like there's this standard that women try to, or have to, or feel like they need to live up to. And it's like, that's not fair to, that's, that's just not fair. Yeah. It's, it's that, that part, it really bums me out, especially with the little girls. So, um, for example, if you saw one of my posts, I, I went and spoke to 850 girls at an all-girls high school, and this really put things in perspective. So in, ter in terms of the look, the one thing I, I, I tell all these girls real quick is Instagram is a highlight reel. It's been Photoshopped. It's the perfect angle. And it's funny, usually, like, even when I was dieting down and I had abs and all of that popping, every time I would post one of those posts, and I'd play the game with the filters and all that, there'd usually be a funny caption about, like, I just blew out all my air, I'm crunching really hard, there's a solid filter on this, and the lighting was perfect. That's why I look like this in this photo. So if someone would be looking at this photo, I would never want them to think that um, this is the way I just walk around, like, living, and it's, it's, it's attainable to, like, have this. So um, it's taken going, like I said, it's, I've been the 180-pound, I don't want to say overweight, but, like, water polo player which athletically strong like I was a beast like water polo that was fun but not my best shape and then I've dieted down to be sub 10% body fat abs everything 10 but you feel your absolute worth 10% for a female that's horrible you know like right uh it was fun I got to do it and right now um 
at the peak of my off season again. I don't plan on competing anytime soon for bodybuilding. I'm loving my 180 right now, but it's a totally new composition where I'm holding the most lean mass I've ever had. Um, I'm able to be social. So back to your thing, which is like how I want to promote body, I guess, wellness is, is by being as real as possible and educating everyone that's looking at all those fitspo inspiration and just telling them, no, that's not the way they walk around or they're not healthy on their insides or they've been eating out of black containers for months. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's, I'm not here to tell people what's right or wrong. I just want to put it in perspective for them, just as I do with food. So that's what I try to do with my captions and things like that, just telling young girls to focus on being strong and healthy and that they too, you know, can have muscles and lift heavy and grunt at the gym. Like I just recently started, you know, adding some of the sound to my videos because I used to be like self-conscious about it. And I was like, you know what, now let's, let's show them how I train. Yeah, like, yeah, there you go. you're moving yeah. some big weight. Absolutely. Sometimes you grunt. It's okay. You're breathing. Like don't let anyone tell you that they can as in guys at the gym and you can't either. Right. No, you're totally right. I mean, there's, I, I, from my background, I'm I'm a big advocate for the WNBA. I do a lot of work with female basketball players, the best female basketball players in the world, and ironically, sure. none of them get treated that way. I mean, it's we are fighting a fight, and when I say we, I mean we as in me and those women that are the best in the world. And it's like, it's yeah. uh, it's just that's that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Sure, <laughs> but I I definitely know where you're going with it. So last but not least, the name of the podcast is Let's Talk More Do. I'm writing a book called Let's Talk More Do. It's pretty self-explanatory. When you hear that, what is that? Like, what's the first thing that pops into your mind when you hear that? Let's Talk More Do. Yep, yep. Right. Um, I mean, that would just be putting your head down and, like, you know, like the, the first thing I would think of is committing, like, starting, taking that first step. That's it. That taking is... it as quickly as you can without thinking and trying to – trying to overanalyze that perfect step, you know, like, cause a lot of us get caught up in that first, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. And I think by reading that, I'd be like, just start. And, and I encourage people to do it that way too with their goals, where it's just stop thinking about it, start whatever you're going to start and then autocorrect from there. You know what I mean? Like some people get so held up because they want it to be perfect and just know it's not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes, start somewhere, start doing, stop talking about it do it fail fail often and fail forward every step fail forward every single step i try to live my life like that yeah. you are amazing <laughs> sorry right. that one took a while but no I was like, hey, no me... you got it out man okay. we, we're, we're just vibing all right here's the here's the good <laughs> part so everyone that has came over from your instagram hello everyone all of all of your followers i am going to buy two ebooks for the first two people that go to my podcast and leave a review of what your favorite quote was from Neeks. So whatever she said, Aww. if you listen to this podcast, just write in my, just go to my review and just write whatever. It could be short. It could be long. Let me know. I'm going to send the money to you right now for two eBooks. And then when we see those reviews pop up on iTunes, those two users will get an eBook. I know your eBook is great. I'm going to buy one myself. So, 
that is that is what we got for your followers because I I know they'll tune in and I know they'll want to listen to this and listen to you and I definitely want to help give back to to you and I want to get the ebook myself so very very sweet of you I'm sure they're gonna look forward to that and jump on that that's awesome definitely definitely so make sure you guys listen to the podcast if you made it this far hop on my uh, go to iTunes with a podcast where you listen to this at write a review of what the favorite thing Neek said was that you like what's the favorite thing she said that kind of hit you and sparked you. And then I will let you know, or she'll let you know, and we'll get you those ebooks over. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know your time is so valuable, and I really appreciate you taking out the time to talk with me today and give this knowledge that you did. Thank you so much for having me again. Really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. You take care now. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Let's Talk More Do the Podcast. Once again, make sure you go to iTunes, go to review. Write your favorite thing that Neek said in the podcast on my review. If you like it, please leave five stars. If you didn't like it, I'm sorry. But make sure you write that. And then if you're the if you're I'm doing it for the first two people that we see, I'm gonna buy her ebook and you'll get her ebook. So let's make that happen. I'm Lamar Griffin. This is the podcast. You already know the name. Peace. <laughs> Just know what this about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.